Hello friends, welcome to the SOS Podcast. I'm your host Carl, thanks for joining me. The other day I was watching this video about unlikely animal friendships. There was a dog who somehow became best friends with an elephant. There was another dog who was best friends with a fox. Actually, it might have just been this one dog who was best friends with all kinds of animals he normally wouldn't associate with. Well, no, there was a German Shepherd who was best friends with a rat. All very weird, all very strange. I bring this up because the narrator of this video said something very interesting. He was commenting on how unusual these friendships were, and then he said, but, you know, that's love. You can't command your emotions. And that comment made my ears perk up a little bit. Well, they perked up a lot. Maybe for a dog, or an elephant, or a fox, you can't command your emotions. When you love something, you love it. Or when you love someone, you love them. Or if you really hate or fear an object or a person, that's just the way it is. I know a dog who has very little control over her emotions. Every time I go into my friend's house, actually every time I'm standing in the driveway just getting out of my car, The dog's at the window going crazy. She loves me. She can't wait for me to get in the house and start playing with her. There's no calming her down. Zero. It just, it can't be done. But that's a dog. A dog might not have command over their emotions. But as people, we certainly must. I think about Jesus on the cross. He's up there in agony, near death. Not spiritual death, but mortal death. People have decided we're going to take his life. And he is suffering like no person has ever suffered before, like no person will suffer again, bearing the weight of the world's sins for all time on him. Ultimate suffering. And in that, during that suffering, he is able to cry out to his father to forgive those who are causing that suffering. I don't know about you, but if I switched places with Jesus and I had to endure just a a modicum of that suffering, I don't know that I would have been controlled enough to be able to put my pain aside and say, Father, please have mercy on these people and forgive them. They know not what they do. I don't know that I could have done that. Maybe within myself? No, of course not. With the power of God? Sure. See, we're not animals. There's a big difference between people and animals. Read the story of creation. We see there that God gave life, not just to people, not just to humankind, but also to animals. But the difference is that his image, his likeness, is imprinted only on humankind. Male and female, he created them. And before creating them, the statement was made, Let us make man in our image. Sure, in the Garden of Eden, we fell. We lost a lot there. But right now, as we are justified and then continue to be conformed more and more back into that image, into the likeness of God. And one of the things that we are commanded in Scripture to carry is the mind of Christ, and we're given instruction on how to do that. There's a process by which we renew our minds 
by which we change over time the way that we think. And part of that is self-control. It's one of the fruits of the spirit. Self-control. What does that mean? Does that mean I just have enough control to not commit that certain sin today? Eventually I can get over that hump. I can say no to temptation and I can just be a good person. Or does self-control go a lot further than that? Does it not mean if I'm able to really take command of my thoughts, to really hold captive every thought that I have and submit it to God, compare it, prop it up to the word of God and get rid of everything that's not good. If I'm able to do that, am I not able to control my emotions? Am I not able to stop myself? You know, scripture says, be slow to anger. Well, that sounds like something you do, not something that just happens. In order for me to be slow to anger, I've got to have a part in that. That means I can actually control how that anger, or if that anger, builds up in me. So I don't just fly off the handle when something ticks me off, right? I'm not just right away, instant bad mood. No, there's control there. And this goes beyond just, okay, well, I'm not going to get angry really fast. I'm going to handle those emotions. It goes beyond that. It goes beyond happiness, anger, sadness. We're talking about deeper emotions than that. We're talking about feelings we might have that we shouldn't be having, that are sinful, that we need to be able to say, no, I'm not going to entertain that. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, this can change. I know it. I'm going to work for it to change. I'm going to ask for it to change. We need to understand that having the mind of Christ is not just about thinking. It's not just a brain thing. Having the mind of Christ is what helps us control that heart. It's what helps us harness and reel in those emotions. It's what helps us deal justly when anything comes against us. So instead of reacting, right, instead of having a visceral reaction to whatever the stimulus is, we can compose ourselves and be deliberate about how we respond. The idea that how you feel is just how you feel and what you think is just what you think, that's all very humanistic. There's nothing biblical, scriptural, correct about any of that. The truth is that God gives us the power through his Holy Spirit to control all of that, to make sure that we are thinking and feeling in accordance with his will, with what is good, just, and holy. And he wants us to be able to put that into practice every day. It's all about getting to that place where we think like he thinks, where we relinquish our minds, our thoughts, our feelings, our opinions, everything. Relinquish that to the control of Christ so that we're being renewed, so that how we think is how he thinks. What we feel is what he feels, so that we're doing this the right way. Otherwise, thoughts and emotions that are of no good service to us can lead us astray. We need to make sure that we are seeing things clearly in this world. We have the power to take authority over everything we think and everything we feel. And the Father's just waiting for us to recognize that and put it into practice. Father, thank you, God, that we do not need to be at the mercy of emotions, 
that flow like a roller coaster ride. We do not need to be at the mercy of thoughts that are just incorrect, thoughts that try to convince us of things that are simply not true. Father God, we thank you that you give us the ability to control all of that. We're not at the mercy of our feelings, but those feelings can be controlled, can be corralled, can be filtered out, can be corrected. We have power there because you give us that, God. And your word only commands us to take this step and be more deliberate in this area because it will be necessary for us to continue to become more like you. Father, thank you for that. Thank you for that, God, that we can start to think and feel the way you do. Father, we love you, and we can't wait to see you face to face. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Good day, and God bless. We hope you have enjoyed this week's episode of the Sold Out Soul podcast. If you would like to sow financially into the work that we're doing here, please visit soulsrestoredministries.org and click the donate button.